one. Hey, welcome aboard, Eddie. Nice to meet you. Oh, pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for having me on the Guitar Assist. Yeah, this is, um, we are called Guitar Tales, and I have, yeah, so I have to say, this is like a big get for us, and I give Scott Guitar Assist Engel all the credit for connecting us with you. Uh, you are currently internet famous, and, and you're not a 16-year-old kid, which is the usual prototype for somebody who's internet famous. Uh, and I don't want to tell people why quite yet, although we'll be promoting the hell out of this. Um, you came up with something that was just off the charts, hysterical and creative. Um, it's all over every bit, every social media feed that I have, um, and then some. And Scott got it too. And Scott said, I'm going to get this guy. I said, no way you're going to get this guy. And he did. So he found you. <laughs> he found you. So you were Eddie Rifkin. And I, just keep it steady before the camera, but show us. Yeah. You're not the real guest. Your product is our guest tonight. Yeah, that's fair enough. All show right. us your guest. Let's take a look. Oh, I like the way you're doing that. Karen, now hold it still. So... I absolutely love that. Now, there's so much to love about this pedal. And the biggest question on the internet, which you're about to answer is, is this a joke or is it real? Yes. It is a uh, real guitar pedal, right? Yes, as well as a joke. I mean, the funny part is these memes, they're usually Photoshopped. And in this case, it is too. It's just that I put it on a functional guitar right. pedal. So now everyone has their own favorite. My friend, I was talking to her earlier today, her favorite is the fact that you can adjust the level of rage of our Karen friend. And I hadn't thought of it like that. I just sort of saw the word rage. But Karen's rage can be adjusted. Uh, my favorite. Yeah, now my favorite yeah, is that... Um, wait, wait, let me get it closer again. My, my yeah, absolutely. 56-year-old eyes. No uh, problem. Oh, yeah. D don't use that tone with me. That's my <laughs> personal favorite. It's... It is hysterical. So, first of all, we'll get into you in a minute, but you were so much less important than this product. Um, I agree, but go on. All right. So, you really build pedals. You put real work into them. These are high-quality pedals that people can buy, right? 100%. All right. So, let's talk a little bit about the genesis of what led you to think of that and that, then i would like to talk a little bit about what this great pedal does because i've heard it is a super high quality pedal and i, I watched on youtube some of the demos of it and i could tell it's really good so so what made you think of this okay uh there's a long and a short story but the short one is this is a clone uh and a play on words of the earthquaker devices speaker cranker Okay. And oh, okay. Even more obvious to me because at the time I thought about it, I had a PCB clone of it, a little red PCB from a really good company. Which what's a PCB? Maybe Aon, one of the PCB makers that is what's really a PCB? Good well, it was called the Cranky Speaker. Oh, and okay. So, and it was a clone of the Speaker Cranker as well. It's the same exact circuit. Right. And uh, at the time, the Karens and well, just like the the memes that were already in existence were going nuts yeah and i was really like i was inundated with these jokes and it really kind of started to come together just given some time um i love really bad jokes like grandpa jokes like you get oh, it yeah yeah speaker manager and so like i kind of went with that a little bit and i 
as far as the rage knob, like there were some things I had to make fit the joke. I was like, yeah. what, do I gotta, I, what do I call this knob? Like, so, <laughs> and the switchable tone control. I wanted to do something. Oh, the switchable just. tone control. I love it. So, yeah, I apologize. I'm guilty of like what most, I guess, boutique makers do. And that is maybe not the most obvious labels. But yeah, right. so the tone control is a switchable circuit. Don't okay. use that tone with me. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's so subtle, but it's like, bam, there's the joke. And of course, bring me a manager. I love that. Step on that every time. I just kind of hand drew the Karen haircut. Oh, you did? It, it's great. It, just like with a graphics tablet. I used the font that I felt most represented the supremacy we were dealing with here. <laughs> you know, I used to work for a real Karen. Uh, I, I've met some Karens too. I, I I can't tell the tale here, but uh, I, I I have some Karen stories that I'm pretty familiar with firsthand. But, yeah, I think there are definitely some things we don't want to specify here, but yeah, they're out there. Oh, they are, they are, and it's a real thing. Um, it's fantastic. So so let's before we get too deep into the actual pedal. Tell me what the hell just happened in your life on the internet since you came up with this, because it's exploding. And again, you're not a 16-year-old kid. They're used to their little memes and, you know, TikToks and that shit, like going all over the place. But you're like an old fart like me. I don't think you're yeah, as old as I am, but you're farty. Um, I'm 49. Yeah, you're a kid. I'm 56. You're a kid. But you're technically... I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so know, what happened? I'm, I haven't been on Facebook for a couple of years. Okay. And like for, I'm going to put this down just because. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll hang out here. Yeah, we'll let Karen say that. She's going to be really angry if she doesn't get a lot of camera time. And I, I got my little okay, Karen here. Hold on. Everyone knows about Bo. I'm going to keep him away. Take your phone and Hi, get him out of here. Hi, Bo. All right, he just left. All righty. Karen will stay there. She won't, she'll get upset if you take her off camera. All right. We love you, Karen. <laughs> we say we love you, Karen. We definitely say we love you. Yeah. And that's an important part of the whole. Right, right, right. So, so what happened here? So tell us how you first got her, you know, onto whatever form of social media. Then what the hell happened to you? Because it's insane. And before you, you know, say that, you keep saying that, and it makes me really fascinated because, again, like there's a certain part of social media that I've kind of ducked out of. Yeah. Uh, mainly Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of things are kind of defaulting to there. I and mean, once in a while, people will mention this is going crazy on Facebook. My favorite one is that there are a lot of people that still don't think or know that it's real or don't care. Correct. And then at one point, they, it dawns on them that this is a real pedal. And they're like, what? Uh, I find that highly satisfying. I'm having a hot cocoa, so cheers, my friend. Cheers, cheers. I cannot work while I drink, but <laughs> I would like to, and maybe someday I will. So there was one taping we had of this show in the studio where I actually caught myself not enunciating very clearly, and I actually had to invest some cognitive energy into ensuring that I did, and I succeeded. There was another show where we... Early on, we had to take a break because my old bladder forced me to. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I worked uh, all day. The, day. the new the beauty of drinking. That's right. But um, I work all day as a lawyer, so this is how I relax at right. the day. Um, so, so where you were saying, like, what's that? what happened to my life? 
Yeah, let's hear about it. I want to hear all about it. Well, um, given the context that it's it's like a constant surprise that I'm internet famous. Uh, I certainly wasn't planning on it, but what happened is this. Uh, I was doing like little bespoke pedals. I wanted to just put out some cool concepts. I like to throw out some other stuff in pop art, and I was planning on having one pedal. And if other people were interested, I'll build you one too. Mm -hmm. uh, and I put one on reverb. And I can tell that's what happened because one of that's these, the photo one of the, that got famous. One of the Karens on reverb? Yeah. And then somebody grabbed the photo. They cropped it. There was no context. Excuse me. Yep. That's some good artwork behind you there. I don't know if you can hear me. That's all your artwork back there, right? It is. Thank you. This Beautiful. is what I did like a lot more before I was in pedals. And now I'm trying to keep that artwork going in the form of both music uh, and pedals. Like, I love hand painting stuff. Um, but yeah, I put this one on reverb and it sold. Okay. And the next day, my friend Jay called or like messaged me on Facebook and was like, dude, you're everywhere on the internet. You're, you've gone viral. And I was like, you're joking. <laughs> I was like, no. Uh, and so that, like, that photo was grabbed out of context. I guarantee you, most of the people that shared it didn't even think about the fact that it was real. I didn't. Patients were sharing the meme. I didn't think, when I saw it, I just thought it was silly and, and brilliant, but I didn't think it was a real pedal. Like, it's it's so beautiful that it can be. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? No, so, yeah, you, and so DJ calls you. And it would just get more and more, you know, people would message me directly asking for it. And that's when my wife looked at each other and was like, holy shit, you know, like the pace immediately just increased. And so I kind of dropped a lot of the other stuff that I was doing. And the, for the past few days, I've been restructuring my workspace, wow. which right now is my living room. Okay. Uh, so just kind of accommodate this type of thing and just doing these in bulk. And uh, when I, you know, at some point I'm going to either move to a bigger place or get a studio. And that'll really kind of put this where it needs to be. Right now I'm definitely making it work. Right, right. In an apartment in San Francisco. Wow. So now, has I don't know them. I, the only number I can share with you on Scott's Instagram page is Scott Guitarmacist Engel, our, our publicist. Um, he sent me a screenshot and he, he put it up. The next day, 5,700 views in 24 hours. On just his. Just his. Uh, has anyone shared any numbers with you? Um, people have shared some screenshots. Uh, I actually noticed one, a really juicy number. There's, uh, there's an Instagram account called, uh, the, I think it's called the musician girlfriend. Okay. And that one's got like, I think more than 6,000 likes. It's sharing cool. that cropped photo from my old reverb ad. Uh, I'm sending that, it to everyone. Like... It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's pretty wild. And like, I try not to be harsh on people that like mention it without, or that post it as a meme without mentioning that. Yeah. Like there's a source, but I will be very friendly and sort of post something and right. they'll usually be totally cool and go with it and like share it some more. So I'm crossing my fingers. Like I just want to be funded to build these as long as possible. Yeah. I know. So, <laughs> So now the, here's the, the cool thing. But again, I saw it and, you know, like I have so much um, 
information and memes on my feed. I don't know. Is it meme or mem? I don't even know. I think it's mem, right? I'm going to say meme, but... I'm, I don't know. All right, let's call it, let's call it meme because I would not trust me at all. Um, but I just assumed it was a clever musician who, who just did that to you know an existing paddle. And, and, and I guess on some level that occurred, but it occurred in your studio on a real paddle. Um, but you've been making pedals before you it's not like you came up with this idea and put it in some crappy pedal this is actually like a real high quality yeah, i built a crappy pedal that's the... <laughs> so tell uh, yeah I, I put it into my own work like so... i'm definitely going to be under scrutiny to build these as well as i possibly can yeah so that's so, out there so let's talk about let's forget the fact that it's a karen pedal and, and talk to us like let's pretend it's just you know just a a blank casing. What is it about this pedal? Like, what what did you put into it? What what is your concept? You know, tonally behind it. Okay, uh, I like these vintage distortions, and in, in a sense, I would. This has uh, a circuit which, at its very core, is uh, an electro distortion. Okay. And when I started building pedals. I found these instructions, these beginner instructions, and it was walking you through building an electro distortion. So I've always wanted to go back and study that and see yeah. if I get a little bit more nuanced with it. And then I found this. I bought this PCB clone of it. Okay. But then when the Karen idea started, that became the, the road I took. Um, but yeah, this is an electro distortion. And then I wanted to look for a really cool tone stack to add to it. So I found a James tone stack, a back sandal. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Right. But it's a really cool interactive, like concentric thing where both of them control different sides, the bass and the treble, and they sound really beautiful together. So I made that active. I put a little boost circuit into it right. to recover the volume. And so that's what that is. Is that because the distortion, you lose a little volume from the distortion circuitry? Yeah. And well, the, it's true about the clipping too, but then the tone does the same thing. It shaves frequencies off. Okay. So every tone circuit by itself that is passive, it'll just lower the volume of certain frequencies and then let the rest pass. Gotcha. And right. So the boost at the end of it recovers that. See, and what I already like is that there's thought going into what you're creating here because, you know, like I, I, I currently don't own any pedals, but I've owned a million in my life. Uh, and I and I built one uh, when I was fourteen. I built. Uh, my dad is an inventor, and he had some casings, kind of yay big. And I actually had a quarter inch in, quarter inch out, and I simply put a one watt amplifier that I stole from a radio, installed it. Um, somehow I was able to get an AC power source to it. I forgot how I did that. And so my whole box was simply taking a a regular feed from an electric guitar, amping it up by one watt, and then you feed that into an amp. And it, it, it was just sort of this gross, I'm just going to amp the hell out of this signal. And it created distortion, but unlike what you've done, there was no thought or science. I was just a kid making something loud, knowing it would create a distorted signal, but not really a thought or any science behind the tone that you're putting in. And I think it's really cool. Like, you know, I, I've never, on Guitar Tales, we've never talked with anyone who designs pedals, and I like the thoughtfulness that you've put into, you know, creating the tone, compensating for that part of it, which might 
tamp down the volume and that's really cool absolutely if it wasn't switchable you can just leave it passive and make a louder pedal right and right, right. Just have a, but you can't have that if it's switchable no. it'll sound like the pedal just turned off like yeah yeah and i've owned pedals that don't have an interesting tone they will do things to affect the sound coming out of my guitar but they're not really focused on tone and tone is just everything in electric guitar you know so the nice thing is that you've got this really great pedal that that it's almost like the kitschiness uh, of the cover you know there it is i love it <laughs> look at that you're like a spokesmodel somebody gif this please i'm trying to do this yeah you're hypnotizing us but there's there's good guts in there and i actually saw on your youtube video or wherever you had it i think it was youtube Thanks, yeah yo you're welcome um so you're you're hand hand soldering all these right like i am and, and that's uh, higher quality than you would get if you just had a machine doing it and, and the casing looks like it's high quality so the pots are good quality. The switch is good quality. They are. I really love the parts that I picked. And you're going to see these a lot. They're from Love My Switch. These sweet Gorba switches. I That's a nice satisfying sound. That's like on a good car when you close the door and it makes that satisfying sound as opposed to a bad car, right? Absolutely. Because so, I started with the bad car feel, you know? Yeah. I bought some parts. I was like, you know... It, but you refine just like when you started with that distortion that's always the first step yeah. and then you have your response to it yeah and then you decide like do i want to start refining this do i want to go down that road right right and, and you think about like i'm looking at the foot switch all right my guy wants to say hi come here come here because he's bothering me he makes appearances on the show all the time i'll do a little bit interview with him because he's more popular oh say hi so so the foot switch the cool thing about the foot switch is that by putting that kind of high quality, you know, at any give any time someone's switching that on or off, they're probably putting 50, 60 pounds of pressure on it. So you think about something that can fail or worse, if it's not failing, you're going to get some crackling if it's almost but not failing. So by putting the, the really good switch in there, you're eliminating that chance because the real problem is not when it fails, you know it. But when mm -hmm. it's imperfect because you've switched it with 60 or 50 pounds of pressure 500 times, you may or may not notice what's happening, but it's slightly degrading the sound. It's true. And like that is definitely, I love to have people not have to worry about things. Right, right. You know, like, oh, I want to support this builder, but oh God, like, did he just like slap this together? I want it to feel very legitimate. I want it to feel like something, yeah, like a little bit reliable. Well, you know, you know what it reminds me of? The, we've talked about it a bunch of times on Guitar Tales. The backstory, <laughs> I like the way you're doing that. Karen is making her presence known. Um, the backstory of Mesa Boogie. Because your backstory is kind of similar, you know. It, 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 was, it was a guitar amp repair guy slash builder who basically took, I want to say like a Fender Champ Amp chassis and threw the equivalent of a Marshall stack inside um, or something yeah. like that. And, but it was all high quality handcrafted with all the electronics and all the guts of it. And it became popular because of its quality. And here we are probably 30, 35 years later and Mesa Boogie is still just legendary and iconic. And 
you have a similar backstory is that you you have your notoriety from the Karen concept um, but at the same time even before that you were putting quality into the pedal which is really cool absolutely and can I ask I want to answer one question that I actually failed to and that is like like where all this actually started with the pedal yeah. building yeah so like I've been a lifelong artist I started playing guitar when I was in college uh like 30 years later you know I, i'm dealing with artists i'm looking for art projects and uh i get hired to do to edit this music video okay and it's and the guy that plays bass in the band and it was a one album project it was really cool right well he happens to be joe gore who makes pedals who apparently is like pretty well known in the pedal world but he's like played with these huge musicians okay um and so i kind of after i saw that show i just kind of followed up and checked out his channel and at this point i'm completely indifferent to pedals and then i watched the the demos that he does and like that right. just kind of turned it on in my mind yeah you know? have That's you ever had that where you were just presented with something in a certain way and mm -hmm. you knew you related to it yeah now, now do you have a background in electronics and things like that or did you have to learn it but as it, as it, yeah, you're in the plastic arts, so you you can learn how to work with different mediums, and that's all this is. You know, you you were you're creating sonic art with your pedal, right? And and you're taking you know a raw sound and figuring out creatively how you're going to impact upon that sound to make it better or more interesting. You know, and and it's just a different medium. It's no different than switching from oil to acrylic right you know absolutely which is another good idea if you live in a one-bedroom apartment by the way <laughs> yeah that's right well the problem with oil i i i i, I dabbled 25 years yeah. it takes like three weeks to dry if you're lucky right yeah which means like you have to have a setup and you have to like yeah. take care of it in the space that it's in like yep. that whole um, which is kind of like an extended version of what's happening with the enclosures too. Because yeah. while they're curing, there's all these cool layers and like you really have to let them cure properly. Yeah, and, and, and what I see in that is that if, if you know you, you have it pretty close to the camera, which is helpful, it, there is yeah. depth to what you've put there. You know, in other words, with, with, it's not just simply a flat matte kind of paint on the surface. Instead, right. there, there's depth and there's the speckles and things like that. And it looks super cool. Like Thanks, me. man. I, I really appreciate that. No, my uh, I want to give a shout out to the person that inspired me to start refinishing with spray paint like this. And yeah. that is a pedal maker called Hello Sailor in England. What do they uh, call He's a real sailor. He's in, he's in the Navy there. And he they let him build these amazing pedals while he's like on duty. But also, anyway, that's kind of what inspired me to try this approach. You got to check out his work. It's quite something. It's um, that's a. I'm gonna. I'll tell you what. I'm committing here on guitar tells. I will be buying one of your pedals. I'm excited. God bless you. Now, and let me ask you this: um, How do we find you? Um, we'll put some graphics on the show. Scott's going to edit this one. We're a little closer to the camera. Let me see that. Of course, that's my little logo that I built. It's a little blurry on the, the camera right now, but it looks pretty cool. What is, oh, it's your name, right? Right? It is. Eddie Riff. It's a detail of a drawing. 
And, and I know, oh, look at that depth. I could really see the depth from the side. Thank you. That looks very cool. Well, how do people find you? What are the multiple? There we go. That's clear. That looks good. Oh, right on. Yeah, that looks good. So tell well, us the very best and the simplest ways for people to find you. Uh, Instagram and Reverb.com. Okay. And what do they What do they want to look up? Do they look up Eddie Rifkin? Or do they yeah. look Karen, the Karen pedal? You know, both. I mean, you can definitely look at look for the tags. And Karen, speaker manager. Karen, all right, that so that's what we're going to put. And we'll, we'll try to get you a graphic. Karen, speaker manager. I, I will say yeah. I fucking love that name. It, it just, it's such a good play on the whole Karen. <laughs> so this is really good stuff. Uh, so what I, again, what I love about it is as much of a conversation piece as that is, I could see the quality. Look at those pots on the top. That, that's some really nice quality there. Look at that. You've got a good camera on your computer, by the way. Oh, thanks. God, that looks really good. Phone. It's good for something besides. Yeah, let's see that part. So look at look at even like even the quarter inch jacks looks nice. Now what? So you got an input and an output. What's the the middle one there? Uh, that's the power. That's top mounted. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with like top mounted jacks for some reason. Not everybody agrees with that, but I wanted to make it so that the power cord could bend and easily go up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without touching the floor. So what is, so is it powered AC or battery? Uh, AC. I so prefer that. I, the, the I, I, would, I wouldn't have said anything if you said battery, because battery is fine, but AC is the way to go. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Besides the environmental thing of like, do we have to make these disposable objects? Right, right. Um, you know, so I guess by not using a battery, clasp unless it's requested yeah i'd be happy to do it if you want it but like i i don't need to encourage that right and, I and what i love what i absolutely love the last thing you said which is so cool is that it's a reminder without you sort of going out of your way to say it every single one of these is handcrafted so this this is not you know a computer run assembly line the every single Aaron speaker <laughs> manager I can't say that without laughing but a Karen speaker manager every single one of them is built by you it's very cool so people if you are interested in it um, look up the Karen speaker manager you go to reverb uh, you can look on Instagram you will find it on Facebook and do you have a website you know I have a website that kind of needs help right now but okay so let's go to reverb and let's Instagram Perfect. All right. Well, this was, and you know what? By the time we are, maybe you'll even have other places where people can get it, you know, any other things on social media. But at least for now, that's very easy for people to find. And I am so appreciative that at the last minute uh, you came on because we just, I think this whole thing is two days in the making, right? I think we contacted you two days ago, maybe even yesterday. I forget. Both. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I really right. appreciate that. I'm, I'm like, this is all new to me, so I'm, I'm happy to do my part, you know? Well, this was a lot of fun, and thank you so much for coming on. The Karen's my pleasure. All right, have a great night.